Welcome back to The Dash, episode number 37. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and we've got another keynote for you today. No guest, no special guest on today, but a Father's Day message. So this one is for all of our fathers, whether you are a current father, going to be a father, or anything else in between. This one is for you, and it's about the dash. You know, I think being a father, while I'm not one yet, is has to be one of the hardest things to do, along with being a mother. You're responsible for a child. So in our life, in our dash, with those decisions that we make, there's a lot of impact that you have on the people around you, whether it's your kids, your siblings, your parents, your elders, your youngers, everybody, man, you have an impact with the decisions that you make. They're not just for you, and it's not just all about you. It's about the world. It's about the people that are around you. The secret to living is giving. Check out the dash, because this is the dash. It's an honor and privilege to introduce our speaker of the morning. Craig Gamage is a speaker, writer, and entrepreneur who sees his work as an art with the stage as the canvas and words as the brush. In August, Craig will be in Washington, D.C., competing against contestants from more than 140 countries for the title of World Champion of Public Speaking. Amen. With that said, Trey lives out three core values which are also present in his speaking. First is faith, which is the foundation that keeps him on track. Secondly, authenticity, because being yourself is more important than fitting in. Amen. And finally, significance, because success isn't enough. With a purpose to provide motivation, inspiration, and more importantly, impact the direction of someone's life, Trey has expressed his thanks and appreciation to be able to communicate a message with us all today. Amen. My Calvary, please help me welcome Mr. Trey again. Good morning again. The first thing I have to do is say thank you to our men, our fathers, for being here and providing us a stable foundation to live on. So can we give them a hand? fellowship with them last night and their wisdom has carried over to the entire congregation. I can Praise literally feel your wisdom coming off of you and it, it gives me so much energy and livelihood today. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. 12 hours away from home, it's hard for me to go home and see my father. So I'm glad to be able to do something that I love, which is getting up here and speaking and providing these messages. And this isn't a place that I would rather be than right here. Amen. Okay, when, when Mr. Lewis first contacted me and asked me to come out here today, the first thing that I thought of was the dash. And it's a concept that was brought to me when I was in college. That the yeah. dash is what you do in your, with your life. Right. Each decision that you make, each moment that you have, each, each thing that you do with your life comprises your dash. And the coach in college where I was fortunate enough to play Division One football, I went to much growth mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. I was tore down and brought back up. And Amen. My least favorite coach, Jay Peterson, he wrote these two dates up on the board. It was August or June 19th, 2016, we use today's dates, and August 31st. And he wrote a dash in between. And he asked us, what is the most important thing that I just wrote on this board? All the players said the first two dates or the last date, and he told us we were all wrong. The most important thing is that dash 
in the middle. He kept on circling. He kept on circling. Because it's not what you do today that's going to matter. It's not the day that you're born that decides the outcome of your life. Amen. And it's not the last day. It's not the day that we pass away. But it's that small dash in between that says what we did in our life. Amen. It's that small dash in between that makes up the decisions. And the way that people look at us when we go to the graveyard or we go to see somebody, mm. it doesn't matter so much about that alpha or that mega, but what they meant, omega, but what they meant to us while they lived in that day. Amen. So one of the things I like to do each day and every way is live my life with a purpose. Yes. Live my life with a purpose. And I promise I'm not going to read too long. We'll get out of here in time. Take your time. time. Take your time. But I, I've got three <laughs> points today. I've got three points. And the first one is fear. With this wisdom I have, I want to share some wisdom that I have from my father, who growing up was always one of my biggest role models. I, I love my dad. He was always fresh, dressed nice, smart, well-witted, knew everybody in the city. I love seeing that man. I lived with my mom for the first 15 years of my life, and she always took care of me. But my dad was always around. Every week he'd come visit me. Every week we'd spend time together. And then when I was 15, I had already moved in with my dad and I. Um, one day my mom picked me up and I was excited about something. And she told me, she said, Trey, your dad didn't tell anybody that you were his son until you were 10 years old. And I remember thinking, that's not possible. I've grown up my whole life knowing my siblings, my stepmom. I haven't met them, but, but I know who they are and they love me. How, how could you not tell your family that you have another son? That's a, that's a mistake. That's a big burden. That's too much for you to hold inside that How could you do this to me? How could you? But I was too afraid to ask my father about the situation. I was too afraid to address him. And that's where fear comes into play. Mm -hmm. False evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. I began to start doing things in my life out of fear to show my dad I was working. I started getting good grades and, and, and doing everything he asked me the first time. So he would come to me one day and just say, Trey, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. And I waited on that, and I waited on that, and I waited on that for years. Even when I went to college, I decided I'd be mad enough to have this conversation with my dad. Every time I went home, this is it. This is the time I'm about to confront my biggest demons and my biggest fears. Yeah. And every time I got scared. My Lord. Every time it was, it was right there, I got scared to, to move forward. And I have a scripture written down. It's uh, Job 3 and 25. What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. See, we have to be careful with what we fear because the things that you fear most and the things that you think about most is what comes in your life. My Lord, my Lord. Okay. And I was so afraid of what my dad was saying in that moment, maybe that he doesn't love me. So I couldn't have the conversation. But finally, I did build that courage. I studied abroad my last semester of college, amazing experience in Luxembourg, Europe. I spent 16 weeks there, visited 14 countries. But more importantly, I had time to myself. And I was able to reflect on my life. And I was able to reflect and see the fear of my dad. How hard could it be for you to tell somebody that you have another child? Mm. 
How hard can it be to tell somebody that you made a mistake and not, not a minuscule mistake over money, but about another person? How do you bring yourself to have this discussion? Because it's the same fear I'm having myself. My Lord, my Lord. And I began to almost understand what happened with my dad because I was going through the same thing. And when I got off that plane, the plane I arrived was nine hours. I cried for four of them. Because I, I could just feel it was time. Yes, yes. It was time to let this go. This has been dragging me on for too long. I need to let go of this fear. We mistake fear for weakness. Especially as men. We're, we're taught that, that, that fear means that you're weak. And that weakness means that you get stepped on. That's not true. My Lord, amen. Fear is the opportunity to grow bigger, Better and stronger. Yes, yes. When you acknowledge your fear, you, you allow that fear to become a platform or a stepping stone on your way to success. But you have to be able to let it go. All right. So when I drove up to my dad's house that day, tears still in my eyes. I got out of the car and I said, Dad, why don't you love me, man? How could you, how could you not tell me that I was your son? He said, Trey, do you think I don't love you? I said, Dad, I know you do. But how could you, how could you not own me? And he said he made a mistake. We hashed out our problems that day or everything that we needed to get off and we got it out. And I never changed the way I felt about my dad. He's still one of my greatest providers and biggest inspiration today. But I got a tremendous weight up off of my back. Yes, yes. I felt so good. Now I can live my life for me and stop trying to please somebody else. That's right. That is my father, but I live in my dad's. Amen. He can't live it for me and nobody else can. I've got my God. And you turn that false evidence that appears real and you become to face everything and rise. Amen. Amen. Like we begin it. to face everything in life. That's what we do with our fear. Right. And that's what I did that day. I began to understand that this life, this dash is for me. And, and what we said yesterday when I was talking to our wonderful young men, old man, father. <laughs> <laughs> I asked them a question because I like to stay ahead of the curve. I said, I'm not a father yet, and I'm not ready to be anytime soon. I said, what's something that I need to know about fatherhood? If you could just give me one piece, what, what would you tell me? And there was a lot, of, a lot of great feedback, but a few people all said ownership, responsibility, accountability. And that's what I learned from that situation with my father and my fear. I can't depend on somebody else to make this decision for me. I can't depend on somebody. I can't wait for somebody else to forgive me or tell me that they made a mistake. I need to be man enough Yes. To take that step myself. Amen. Now my father may not have done anything. He may not have made the right decision, but who's made a mistake in here? Raise your hand. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we all have. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and think that I'm better than somebody because of their mistake. They didn't take ownership in this situation. I know he learned from it. And if he didn't, I learned from the mistake. Sometimes the blessing isn't for you, it's for somebody else that's around you. Amen. Okay. And with that, with the understanding of that and being able to let go of my fear, I was able to see more of my faith. All right. Now, we all know Murphy's Law. What can go wrong will go wrong. All right. But faith's law says what's supposed to happen will happen. And, and that's what I believe in. I believe that faith means I know. Yes. I know that when I lay my head down at night, I'm going to get back up. Amen. 
I know that I might not have all the money in my bank account right now for my bills, but when it's time, the bills are going to get paid. All right.
to live the life that we've been called to live. Each of us has a purpose. That's right. Each of us has a specific reason to be on this earth. And when we die, if we're not using that purpose, the world doesn't get to experience what we have to offer. Amen. So when I, I, I wake up in the morning, I go through this routine, and I once heard somebody say the secret to success is brushing your teeth. At first I thought it was crazy, but you gotta do the little things right. Yeah, that's right. I wake up and brush my teeth and make my bed, two things that not everybody wants to do all the time. But you start your day with an accomplishment when you make your bed. No matter how bad the day was, you get to come home with something you did right. <laughs> okay. Brush your teeth, and that way, whoever you talk to, your breath is going to smell all right. Yeah, there's two wins to start your day off. Then I begin to breathe and relax. And after I do that, I go in and I start saying thank you again. Thank you for this feeling. And as I say thank you, I begin to smile. I'm thankful yes. to be up here cheerful and happy, well breathed, no tension. I'm not worried about my kids. Don't come. I'll take care of those when it's time. Right. I'll take care of those when it's time. And after that, I, I find a corner, a quiet place to sit at in my home. And I just sit there. I set a timer for 10 minutes. And I, I begin to see myself. Yes. Not as I am, but the way that I want to be. Mm. The way that I should be, the way that I will be, the way that I'm going to be when I represent and acknowledge that my faith is bigger than my people. Amen. Amen. This morning I saw myself up here delivering something to you. I know what it was. But I, I knew what was going to happen when we did it because he gives words to you. Yes. He makes a way when you don't have words for you. He steals yes. them out for you. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's that's what your faith does. And I'm just going to culminate this and tie it down. I don't have too much more. I just want to talk more about that purpose. Okay? I hear a lot of people talking about the lands that we're in. I don't know if anybody's heard of that. Maybe that's a young thing. But they talk about being in, stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of folks would say. Stay in your lane. And I'll say this. Sometimes you can be in the wrong lane. That's right. All right. All right. I know people that wake up every morning for a job that they're ready to clock out of before they clock in. Mm -hmm. My Lord. Okay. I know people that stay in relationships that don't work. That's right. Whether it's abuse, neglect, neglect. they don't love you no more, but you're staying with them because you don't know who else is going to love you. My Lord. That is not your life. That is not your life. That is not your purpose for this life. You Amen. are designed for greatness. You are yes. destiny to be great. Amen. Nothing less. Nothing to subpar. Nothing to thrive. Nothing to survive. Excuse me. We want to thrive in this world. So what we need to do is switch lanes, hit that gas, and go. Amen. <laughs> we need to switch lanes, hit the gas, and go. And all those things that were mistakes that, that we held on for for too long, for me it was seven years, let them go. Let them go. That's right. And everything that goes along with it, let them go. Because you have a purpose. You have a divine reason. And once you decide that your faith is bigger than your fear, your purpose will start to show itself. Steve Harvey says that you have to jump to be successful. Step off the cliff and grow your wings on the way down. Amen. Because that's the only way to go. Sometimes you have to burn the bridge. That's right. Because the only way for me to truly live my life, I know what makes me happy. And this is it right here. What is this thing for a little bit? 
of something that you're truly happy to do. It doesn't have to be your money. It doesn't have to be your work. It could be being a good mother. That's right. It could be singing in the choir. It could be uh, being a blessing to somebody else. Whatever you feel like your goal is, I feel happy right now. I'm ecstatic. I love to do this. This is where I belong. This is my home right here. I would rather be doing nothing else. What is that for you? Because we all have something like that. That's right. What is that for you? I want us all to begin living our dash with purpose. It's never too late. I see we got some babies over again. We have some people that might be retired. And everybody in between still has that opportunity to make your dad something special. That's right. So I want to go ahead and close this right. And I need everybody to repeat after me. Say, my life. My life is worth it. My dash, My dash has, purpose. has purpose. And let's let our fear, our faith, be bigger than our fear. Yeah. I'm so appreciative of this opportunity. Amen. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, this is number 37. We're continuing to roll through these episodes and and get some more content out. I'm working with a creative director um, on some visuals for you guys so we can get some commercials, some promotions out of here and and really get the dash to start growing. We've been pushing out episodes and we haven't done anything to market the podcast. We haven't done anything to spread the message. So it's it's about time to get that going. I'm happy. We're happy with the progress of the dash so far. 37 episodes is a lot of episodes. So there's going to definitely be a celebration at number 50. And um, even before that, we're going to get this train rolling a bit more. I'm so thankful for the support of everybody that listens. I'm so thankful for the support of all the shares and all that you do to keep this episode going and worthwhile. So with that said, that's enough for episode 37. Hope you come back for next week's Massive Action Monday and the Dash Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Trey Gamage. You can find this information at TreyGamage.com, Instagram, Facebook, or SoundCloud at Trey Gamage. See you next week. This is The Dash.